I try hard to do the right things, only gas for the green light Even if there's one slice left, gotta make sure the team eat right I got love in my hometown, you know hearts get complicated Time you heard I was with Roxanne, awkward times in my graduation Really thought Kiki loved me, Kiki asked if we riding But I ain't ready for no girlfriend, now me Kiki fighting Got another link up for you this week. Moipi is here, Lita is here. We didn't go into too much, but we just went in deep into the two topics. We spoke about uh, racism in sport and how we can, you know, create change and to benefit uh, transformation. And then we went into the top four race. A lot of shit happened this weekend. Chelsea L's, Arsenal L's, Leicester L's, and hopefully a United dub, but we'll see about that. Lita, my guy, how are you doing? I'm good, good, good. Always good to be back on, on, on the link up. Uh, not so great a weekend, uh, definitely after the Chelsea loss, but yeah. you know, a lot of things, important things happened last week. Um, and you know the top four is still on so yeah just looking forward to talking about it yeah man some sobering stuff with the whole uh lingi situation but moipi how have you been doing it's been a week what have you been up to hey man moipi red devil man of the people I'm, I'm good man I'm, i've had a good week it's been cold but um it's been interesting watching sports and um like 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 you and Lita saying uh, this lungi situation with, with cricket South Africa terrible to see but obviously we'll get into that otherwise um I'm excited to see my team play uh, we're in the perfect position man I'm happy I'm happy I'm Birdman rubbing my hands yeah man and the listeners listening listeners listening but um people listening should actually let me know what you prefer with, with the episodes it went a bit long this week but it's juicy. So, yeah, enjoy this episode. I mean, remember, bro, when we used to uh, chill with Lungi, and that guy's such yeah. a nice gent, bro. And obviously, we've seen him at the strip a couple of times. Don't know if that should be <laughs> on here. But, <laughs> nah, he's always uh, been a solid gent. And that's why I'm like, I've kind of felt for him, bro. Like, you know, you don't, you don't know how it is to be like so. I don't know everyone. I hope I hope I hope he was you know like, I think he didn't really, um, what's this pay too much attention to what the people were saying, particularly like, like because the comments, some of the comments were just silly, man. Like, mm. I I the whole Black Lives Matter, and then now you bring in All Lives Matter, and then the whole farmers. That are, are apparently dying in, in, in huge numbers. Um, it was just I, I just hope he didn't really take it to heart uh, as much as you know as, as Brian alludes to. But it was just it was and literally all he did was answer a question that was asked, and he gave what he believes. He said what he believes, and now people were attacking him left, right, and center. And and I, well, let me not say people, but most of Twitter, well, from what I've from my feed, 
uh, people were in support of, of, of Lungi and what he said. Yeah, man, like for me, um, I don't think he would have been surprised by it. I, I think these are comments, like for me, like uh, us, we're on Twitter quite a lot, so we're always reading comments and replies to statements like this. And I don't think, I don't think he should have been shocked. I don't think I was very surprised at um, these former players felt that way because I think um, a lot of uh, with the Black Lives Matter movement, I saw a lot of um, white South Africans pushing back against it. What aboutism um, on Facebook, mm. on Instagram, on Twitter? So I certainly wasn't surprised. Um, it's, I think it's just uh, players like uh, Buta Deepen. I wasn't very familiar with him, so I obviously read up on him at the time. Um, I think I think ugh, irrelevant. Lungi should just keep his head up and keep it moving, man. If if uh, so, I read something that said, um, "This is what happens when you when you combine activism with white fragility." Um, mm. People people feel offense, and I, I don't think you should give two shits about it. Honestly, no, but I just want to start. Off, I've tried to okay for the last couple of months. I've been seeing sort of an, I follow this one guy, not follow, but I'm friends with. Jo- I don't know if you guys know Josh Thunder on uh, Facebook. And he always mm. shares um, these PharmaTech articles. So I always yeah. try and go into them because, I mean, if this stuff is happening, there, you know, there should be a movement behind it. But you, you go on these, on these websites, pharmatech.co.za, and you go on Twitter as well, and Probably there's links to these things, and oh. the pictures are from Sweden in 2005 or whatever. And exactly. the article yeah. has like no credibility, no source, and it, the the page is just you know full of attacking black people, and yeah. I find that like I'm trying to find you know where these people are getting the information from because no outlet. Right. So 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 for me, yeah. Sorry, sorry, I can continue. No, I was just gonna say no news outlet is reporting. On the stuff, and you can't say, "Oh, they're all you know under the ANC's thumb, and they're being hushed." Yeah. But you know, you you try and be like, "Okay, we've got the Black Lives Matter movement, and that's not going anywhere." Mm-hmm. But if you guys want to, you know, start this movement, then you know, I have no problem with that at all. As long as you know, we clear that the Black Lives Matter movement is not going anywhere. We don't want to take anything away from yeah. what you guys are going through. And yeah, that's basically you know it. So, so for yeah. me, Brian, what what this what this sort of exposes uh, with, with the people and, and the comments going wild about you know what about uh, uh, the farm attacks and, and and then you go and you and then you follow up and try and research on the farm attacks that are happening all over South Africa. You go and as you say, you go on these websites and then you see a bunch of propaganda. You see. You you actually you actually see that no man this is not reliable sources this all all, all of this as you see as you say uh, pictures from Sweden pictures that are not relevant to the topic but because they suit a certain narrative um, mm. now you know you people uh, start uh, taking that information in. and and for me as I say it exposes the lack of education because if you are someone with you know uh, a bit more education and a bit more informed about certain topics and how propaganda works. Because there was the same case with the uh, Nazi Germany back in the day. It was all propaganda. So and and propaganda <laughs> has not really changed in its core principles. You know, in, in in putting anything that suits a certain narrative and putting it forward as truth. And that's what uh, uh, 
some of these were tough. Not all of them. Obviously, farmer attacks do happen. Murders in farmlands do happen. But most of the time, it's not necessarily just an attack on, on a certain race or to white farmers. But it's most of the time uh, crime that's happening in 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 in, in impoverished or, or um, um you know um rural, rural settlements. You know exactly. So yeah. for me, that yeah. just exposes that, and and that's it comes back to to the the, the whole um. With, with uh, the criticism that Lumi got uh, received in the comments, and I think it came through mainly in the comments because if you go to a Peck Simcox's uh, Twitter page just a few hours after commenting like that, you'd see there how he's trying to backtrack and posting pictures of, of him and, and and how he's helped other black cricketers ridiculous. in the past. That and was I'm crazy. Like, that was crazy. Exactly, exactly. And for me, and for me, this is it goes back to the point of. Um, how education, the lack of it, and the lack of understanding, and the lack of not being informed about certain topics. Black Lives Matter movement now, as as well as as people are pushing it as as a whole leftist movement, and it might have some uh, leftist elements to it. But the whole matter of the movement is that, guys, the injustices that are black people and people of color have suffered uh, 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 in the past, we need to recognize it, we need to discuss it, and we need to mm. put forward uh, uh, ideas and how we can sort of level the playing field, not bring down uh, uh, white people, or, 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 or you know, in, in a sense. But And for me, I actually read a tweet below some of those crazy comments where someone said, um, you know, the problem is certain white people see the, 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 the Black Lives Matter movement as uh, some, somewhat taking away their privilege and where, how they are, but it's actually a matter of, uh, um, what's this, um, not not really that white lives don't matter, but we need to level level the playing field. And taking away white privilege is 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 good. And we're not trying to insert black privilege, uh, so because so, that's how how certain people see it. Because now at that fragility that uh, Mwepi alluded to, that how people now see it. Oh, okay, you're gonna take away my thing, so you can have it. Now and then people you see comments yeah. of, ah, but there's a lot of PEE uh, things happening in South Africa at the moment. So uh, there's a lot of there's a lot more racist uh, things towards white people now since the uh, uh, democracy and all those crazy. And that for me, those are people who are not informed. Those are people who, if they took the time and and and, and you know they were educated either by themselves educating themselves or having conversations like this and being a part of these sort of of, of platforms where. We can have these discussions because this is a long-standing problem. It just didn't start uh, in 2020 with Black Lives Matter. It's it's a long-standing problem. It's conversations that have been attempted in the past, but I think now, as as Brian says, you know, it's something that you know maybe now it's going to be for real, and you know, it's 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 it's, it's not going anywhere. It's going to stick around for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. What actually struck me was when I was chilling on Pommy and Ashwell Prince's live, it, when I yeah. did the, the sort of project with the uh, French Football Club, uh, cross-promotion, you should read it on the staff website, www.thestaff.ca.za. Good article about a French football club fighting um, discrimination through and in sports. But um, the co-founder, Veronica, was saying how they struggle with uh men so they share a football a football field with men and they really struggle to you know when it's their time to get them off so that they can practice and yeah she alluded to the fact that you know men it's a problem because you know men maybe don't think they belong there so they question 
the legitimacy of um, the woman um, on the field. And on the live, Ashwell Prince spoke about how white people don't like to be criticized. I think Lita would also also have heard that. And that's also like another thing of they basically in sport, they don't see us as um, they don't think we know what we're talking about, basically. Like, yeah. And, you know, um, I can I can see it in their eyes. Like I did a bit of coaching at, uh, you know, my old school um, earlier this year before COVID. And, you know, you put hours into a box mart. A box mart, you sit there for like five hours from like six till 11. In one class going through a whole bunch of shit. You sit through courses learning a whole bunch of shit and you get there and you have somebody questioning your knowledge. Um, again, somebody who, you know, you're trying to help basically. And they see it as... Mm-hmm you know, you're trying to tear them down or whatever, you know, I'm trying to help. Like it's I'm not trying to, you know, give you bad information to make you shit. Like I'm trying to help you. Why can't you see that? And I think he, Ashwell Prince alluded to that as a, as a big problem. Like, you know, he's not trying to, he said he doesn't want to destroy white players' careers. Like Yanaman uh, Malan and I can't remember who else he mentioned. He was, yeah, he was like, you know, I'm not going to, I don't, I'm not, I'm never ever going to destroy white players' careers. He's, you don't get these players often who are, you know, going to be international cricketers, good international cricketers. Um, it, it's, it's just, you know, um, as you say, the, uh, just going back to, to your earlier point about how, you know, women and, and certainly uh, they share the sentiment with, with people of color as well, where, you know, you're seen as, as, as a threat to 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 uh, something that's already established, and I think that's pretty much the case now. Because what happens in sport and and the underlying racism that exists in sport, underlying and the actual racism that exists in sport, it's it's pretty much a social issue. Um, it's definitely a social issue. Um, it's it's how we were how we were taught and 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 and, and raised to see one another. Um, with how, as, as, as boys walking up to a, a soccer field, you see girls kicking a ball, and you're like, no, what are you guys doing here? That's, that's something that was, even though nowadays it's, 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 it's definitely not something that is, is, is supposed to be happening, but you see it prevalent across many uh, sporting fields uh, uh, across the world. You know, it's, it's, it's just that thing where, because of the, the way humans were, how we were raised, how because it can't just be one generation, two generations, it's, it's, it's human nature it's, it's how humans are you know it's it's though how humans were raised let me, let me say and it's learned uh, behavior it's behavior that over centuries over of, 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 of human of human uh, life you know so for me it's 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 important to discuss these things because they exist and they exist no matter how minute no matter how you know because with with this lungi situation you heard a lot of people you know bringing up the fact that you know he says obviously that black lives matter uh, and, and it's a discussion that needs to be had within the team. But then you have people bringing up the fact that he he went to Hilton, and the fact I that mean, you know, yeah, like, comes with certain privilege. Um, just to sorry to cut you off there, but the Hilton thing I thought was I saw it and I thought that's crazy. Like, 
Yeah. They're like, oh, you. you like, you're, he's you're not allowed to, to feel that way. Yeah, I mean, do you yeah. know how he got to Hilton? Do you know his backstory? He's just chatting shit. Like, I'm sorry, but you can carry on now. That 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 made me like, it infuriated me. Exactly. So 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 for me, like that that point, just that like how you are only supposed to feel a certain way about a topic only if you if you've experienced it, you know, and that is total bullshit if you call it plainly um because you know you see how you see an injustice happening um and 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 regardless of it that affects you directly but an injustice and an injustice and an injustice to your your your, your fellow man is an injustice you know so you you there's no way you can ostracize people like uh like colin kaepernick for standing up uh for for certain things and just Lungi and, and the fact that Lungi, like I said, he just answered the question, so he didn't even but deliberately want to stand up and be a head uh, yeah. for this topic in South Africa and the South African context. But it's something that happened, and unfortunately, he is. Uh, uh, so, uh, but I'm glad that you know he got a lot of support, unlike a Colin Kaepernick when he first came down, when he first kneeled down a couple of years ago. So, um, uh, for me, I just hope that you know, as I said before, this discussion is something that is had and it needs to be had. At, now it's not enough for this discussion we had here amongst us and amongst um, you know the the, the 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 fans and the followers of the sport. Uh, you know it needs to be had up at, at the proper uh, through the proper channels. As Ashok Prince said, you know things need to be uh, uh, taken formally. Um, it can't just be conversation, conversation because we've had this conversation mm. before. But you know now it feels kind of different. And um, you know I hope within just the the cricketing context and Lugidi. I hope you know it's a conversation that uh, that is being had currently at Cricket South Africa, and that you know that can be implemented. But it's not going to be um, a quick turnaround. It's 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 like I said, it's something that has it's a learned behavior that unfortunately certain white people, uh, uh, a majority of of, of, of of you know racist people in, in in the world and in South Africa just have. It's a learned behavior that they've had for for years. So it's 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 going to take a while for 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 things to change. But you know. We've we've seen how the outlook on on LGBTQ uh, has changed over the years. So let's hope you know uh, that will, um, um, the the whole uh, Black Lives Matter movement will follow the same sort of uh, um, uh, route as well. But obviously with challenges uh, currently happening as well. But yeah, hey man, this is a hectic topic, but um, it's something that needs to be had. As I said, needs to be had, and I hope you know we'll start seeing change. What's up? Mwepi? I want, I want to ask Moipi, um, so, you know, even later, that's why I'm not trying to go too hard into these unions, franchise sports, because, you know, we don't want to block any doors and we don't want anything, you know, to come back and when 20 years mm-hmm. time and we said this or that. But the conversations that Lita was talking about, these uncomfortable, uncomfortable conversations, yeah. Can like when bread is on the line, when money's on the line, can we have this? Mm. When I want to go to an interview, can I be as forefront as I want to be on this podcast? When you know a job is on the line, are these guys going to hire me? If I go there and ask them, you know, these sort of questions, they're going to turn me away and and see me as a instigator or a pro or a problem. Yeah. So that's 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 where the you know the problem comes for me. You know. I want people to, I want people to speak out, and I want to have these conversations, these uncomfortable conversations. But I don't want people to to lose their jobs. I don't want people to, 
to uh, sort of get sacked. And not if you're not famous, not everyone's going to come and back you. Not not ever, no one's going to come and back me. There's going to yeah. not going to be thousands of people backing me because I've said this to my employer. So what do you think about that? Do you think we can um, come out now and still have these conversations, or do you think we'll still be a little bit? We need to hold back a little bit. Um, I don't think, uh, uh, like you said, there are uncomfortable conversations. So uh, things like this is never the right time to bring it up. Um, uh, I've spoken to a lot of people um, that 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 that, ha- that try to bring these things up in the in their workspace where um, they might feel discriminated by their boss, whether it be whether they're a woman or they're a person of color, even in school and things. And it, it it's hard to bring it up and. Unfortunately, we just have to find the strength to do it and say, "Listen, I'm not comfortable with this. Let, uh, let me express myself." And hopefully, like the, the the person on the other side is willing to listen because, like you said, some people you might have a boss that has completely different views and ethical philosophies to you, and like you said, that might just cost you cost you money, might cost you a job, might cost you a check might cost you being in a team because they don't want troublemakers around you looked at as a troublemaker because you know like the old guard will always be like well, this is the way we do things um don't come in and try and disturb and make a change blah blah you're making a noise so so yeah. unfortunately i think colin kaepernick was a good example where you 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 it, it's it's so it's unfair that it's actually so unfair that someone has to consider that i might lose my job over this versus like um just bearing with it and dealing with it and taking discrimination all the time it's 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 almost unfair that people have to do this but but yeah it sucks that we we get put in these positions where we have to speak up otherwise i mean if you don't change if if you don't say something it'll never change and i guess it's better if if yeah. we do try and do something and not everyone not everyone has to do a capping not everyone has to put their job on the line and things um but i think we should do what we can whether big, small, whether charge speak speak to someone you trust or comfortable with in, in your office or in your workspace, wherever you are, and speak to them about it. What do they think about it? What what should we do? Um, and bring it to 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 your senior as a group. Uh, maybe that's a better way to protect yourself. Um, if you do feel that your your personal your person your, your personal space or job role will be attacked, um, maybe speak to someone that's comfortable. But 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 like you said. It has to be something has to be done. It has to be done. Um, Nita was saying this has gone on for way too long, um, and and like you said, it doesn't matter what field you're in. Yeah, but then you, you know, know, Brian. Just just on that, uh, just on that, Brian. Just quickly, sorry. Um, I'm, I'm I I I don't know, I don't know. If this is a good comparison to make, but just listening to Mwepi now, this just came to mind. Um, I was watching a uh, um a real docky movie on Netflix. Uh, called Athlete A on on the the sexual abuse that happened uh, during the last I think from twenty twelve and twenty sixteen Olympics uh, the um, USA Olympic uh, yeah. gymnast team how one of the players came forward before I think she came forward in twenty fifteen about her the, the sexual assault that she experienced from the medical I think it was a team doctor or the, physio. The, um, I do call it USA gymnast, yes, uh, physio team doctor, whatever. Um, and 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 she reported in twenty in, in twenty fifteen, and she reported it to to um I think a lady who was like sort of in charge of of the girls, and then that lady took it to her boss, 
and then her boss, who was actually the law is to report those uh, kind of instances to the police immediately, but then they took it upstairs. And then when it got to the CEO, it sort of got then just shoved under the rug and then, you know, hush, hush. And then all of a sudden, the girl was told, okay, we're dealing with it, it's under investigation. The girl's family was told, we're dealing with the under investigation. And then um, you just see now all of a sudden, the girl got injured and then she came back, performed very well. And then she, on the last, so, so the trials before the 2016 Rio Olympics, she did very well. She came back from injury very well. She surprised a lot of people at that event. And then all of a sudden, the judges did not pick her in the five girls that go to the Olympics. But never mind that. There are two reserves. And she finished on the overall uh, logging uh, logs of, of the trials. She finished fifth. But they didn't even pick her for the fifth spot in the, the, the team. And then there's two reserves after that. They didn't wow. even pick her for that. They picked her, I think, or oh, she didn't even, uh, they didn't pick her in the reserves, whatever. Then she didn't go in the Olympics career over. She became a professional gymnast at, at a college. But now, what I'm saying, why I'm comparing these two is that that, ch- that, that, uh, that uh, lady, for the fact that she came out and the fact that now it's threatening um, not only the doctor's reputation, obviously, is threatening his, his, his livelihood because he was going to go to jail and he's in jail now um, through that, but it threatened the people who were in charge of him and the people who let this mm. systemic uh, go on. And I bring it back to the racism and, and, and racism in sport. Exactly. I bring it back to the racism in sport is that it's... it's it's very difficult uh, conversations that need to be had. I, I know, and I, I would like to believe that chief executive knew that that is bad. But because of all the, the organizational uh, protection and the fact that, you know, it's, it's all about uh, um, the image and it's all about, you know, not protecting, uh, 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 to, to bring it to, to the core value, it's all about protecting yourself. So that chief, chief executive knew that, oh, crap, we're in trouble and this has been going on for years. We need to... Uh, protect ourselves, protect this doctor, whichever way. And I think it's a challenge for people who are sitting at the board uh, boardrooms and the, the board members in our sporting codes. It's a challenge for them to have these difficult conversations and somewhat have an introspective look at themselves as well. Be like, you know, guys, we've made mistakes as organizations in the past, where particularly now with the NFL and Colin Kaepernick, where now the, the, all the owners are, you know, saying, yeah, we, he, 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 you know, Black Lives Matter, do matter, you know, and, and the whole kneeling thing is, is now acceptable. It's seen as, 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 you know, it's a good thing. But two years ago, this, this guy didn't have a job, still hasn't, uh, doesn't have a team mm. now, you know. But now he's in, being invited to Charles Lake Driving Center. So, you know, I just bring it back, uh, just my point is that it's very difficult a conversation to have. And it goes to the top. The people who need to actually have this conversation, they even struggle with this conversation the most. So, they, you know, we need to have that thing where the people who are at the top, need to look at themselves and we need to look at the past mistakes of, of, of our people honestly and not just tell, you know, the sweet uh, side of the story, but look at ourselves honestly and, and, and you know, try and right those wrongs through transformation in cricket, through, you know, uh, realizing uh, times are different and, and through education as well. Buddha Dupuna, Pansy Cox need education. That's the main thing, that they need to be educated about the struggle about black people. And, uh, and, and, and once they have that part... Yeah, um, that's, that's about it. You know what's hilarious? You speak about education, and you know I saw it. Mm. Uh, who did I see it with? Okay, but it's always like they say, yeah, when something racist, something racist happened in America, and I didn't know they're like, mm. <laughs> yeah, a white person's like, you need to, you need to listen to Candace Owens or some <laughs> like or Terry Crews, some <laughs> like weird black person. <laughs> 
and bought a dip and I was also like, oh, Lunky, you need to educate yourself on, listen to this person, listen to that person. I'm like, shut listen to this up, Uncle Tom. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> but you know i mean shout out still to like all the the world-class uh organizations that for myself i've worked for with people who i've never even felt like i need to have these sort of conversations with some people that i've worked with they've just been so nice and yeah taking care and and that's the thing you know for me this is the kind of this is a kind of you know like it's a conversation that needs to be had but for me personally it's 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 you know we've Brian you personally you know me like you were the conversations we've had and the experiences we both shared where we've sort of had uh, racial undertones racial so you know sort of discriminative uh, things towards us but not directly mm. some sometimes directly to you in the stories that you've told me but like it's 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 uh, it's I've, I've experienced it but it's it's not to that extent and uh, uh, for me I can't sit here and say oh but you know. Black Lives Matter, but uh, it's not really an important thing for me because it is because it's an injustice. And and what I've seen and the stories that I've heard, uh, I mean, like today, like just uh, reading up on this, like there's a, a quote on Jeffrey Toyana where he, um, him, and and a couple of AP's players back in the day in the Houting uh, Transvaal Cricket Union, they would have to rock up for practice, and they would literally, uh, I'll just paraphrase now, but they would literally have to rock up for practice, but because they have to take taxis from 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 Ekasi to all the way to Wanderers, uh, uh, which was sometimes two taxis, they would have to leave for a nine o'clock uh, toss or whatever. They'd have to leave their house. They would have to wake up at three a.m., four a.m., and then have to get to the practice and get there and be fresh and ready. The same as 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 as, as Ian, who got dropped off by his his, his mom, who's sitting there with a, a bag full of of, of goodies for him. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm. it's it's we, we've all we, the, the, the the injustice that have happened back in the day, and so just on on that point on on, on what Jeffrey Tiana said, like you know. How the coach then criticized them and saying how they're late and then some of them sometimes they rock up late for practice due to transport and then you know their social economic issues. Um, but then they would be shunned away and the coach would not understand why the fuck are you late. But you you know if you actually spoke to the guy you understand what he's going through at home and what it took from him from his side to actually get to practice. But then you're gonna just because he's ten minutes late you're gonna just throw him out of practice and you know and mm. those are the kind of stories that need to be told. Because those are the things that people don't really understand. They just see, ah, but you see, Lungi, you went to Hilton. But Lungi struggled. You didn't have it just, you know, and, you, and we all know, Brian, you especially know, and, and I, like how at Boys High, you get certain kids who would um, be on bursaries, and you'd get certain other white kids, you know, judging them and laughing at them, and ah, you just on, on this uh, scholarship, or you, you know, you don't deserve to be at this school, and those kind of things. These things happen, and it's, 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 it's a reality out there, and these stories need to be heard. That's why this movement needs support from yeah. everyone, not just people who've experienced yeah. it. That's yeah. true. But I, just want to, I want to talk on one experience, and I need to word it carefully. But now you went at the National T20 uh, schools thing this year, no, Lita? Mm-hmm. No, no, I wasn't. Um, it was just weird. Um, the, it's just a weird sort of system and I'd even ask if maybe if you can speak yeah. on this, where a kid from a township will get loaned to a Model C school who's in the uh, who's playing in the knockout stages of a tournament, mm-hmm. and I mean you 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 would know Lita and and Moipi that you know sometimes 
a black player, you know, born bat and bowl, you know, maybe two overs. And that's how he was treated. And I, th- I find myself thinking, how, do, how, does, how does this player benefit? What is he getting out of this experience? We're winning a, a, a trophy. I mean, yeah. I don't think that's even, I don't even think that's good for him because he hasn't, really learned anything maybe he learned from the coaches and and so on and so forth but i don't think he really benefits i don't see why he can't be why the unions and the government can't step in and say no 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 we're not gonna let this kid stay in the school in the township and come and and then you're gonna benefit from him as as filling in your quota black player let's get him into a a good school let's get him into a boys eye let's get him into an afis you know i've never it's that's my. I've never, so, sorry, sorry, I've never heard of that before. That's actually quite ridiculous to think that, like, like you said, they, they're using him as a trophy. Look, like, look what we did. We, we put this boy in this team during the semifinals. He, I mean, cool, well done. Like you said, he gets a medal for playing along with, with a good team. But he 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 doesn't need a a day of celebration. He needs support. He needs development. He needs to be put in a better situation. To help his cricket on a daily basis. I mean, okay, well yeah. done. Like, wow, I've never heard of that. That's quite wild. That's ridiculous. Just, just, just on that, Brian. You know, it's 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 a term that um, I came to know quite uh, like in, since I I started working in, in in cricket. The term, you know, malicious mm. compliance, um, where you know you you do something just to tick a box. You do something just to say you did it and you met, you know, uh, uh, the, the requirement. And for me, like, you, this is something, you know, we've had uh, these discussions. I've had these discussions with people directly in, in, involved in, 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 in these certain situations. And just alluding to that, like, I think uh, to what you, you mentioned and, and to the specific example, um, I think definitely that was not a, 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 a correct thing to do. And I, from, if I, I stand to be corrected, but I think it's something that was looked at uh, um, by the, the, the governing bodies uh, that, that are involved, particularly because, you know, certain schools and with the way cricket is run in South Africa, you know, schools have, you know, even though cricket is run by CSA and it's governed by CSA, but schools have their own uh, uh, sort of uh, tier in, in, in that whole structure. And they are sort of in charge with that. And they have to be in agreement with CSA and whatever they do. So certain schools do take advantage as of, 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 of maliciously complying with, with certain uh, transformation targets. But <laughs> I'll tell you now, Brian, certain targets at school, uh, targets at most schools don't exist, particularly at the top schools, unfortunately. That is something Cricket South Africa doesn't really have control over, particularly with schools, the private schools who fund themselves, who do not necessarily get uh, much funding from government, if at all. So that's something that is, is unfortunately a, a stumbling block because you get these big big schools when then they come to a CSA tournament that has rules and, and certain targets to be met. But then unfortunately this school if this school throughout the season plays with ten white players and one uh, black uh, player who's most likely going to be a bowler or whatever and they come to a tournament where they need four uh, players of colour or six players of colour to at least or yeah six players of colour to be involved in, in in, in the tournament, they struggle to meet these numbers, and unfortunately, it's a reality. Now that's where they go and and and, and take a player from you know uh, 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 so a uh, somewhat uh, lower 
or a, 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 a Kasi school. But for me, obviously, and, and that's totally wrong, and I think that's something that was definitely looked at. But for me, you know, just to, alluding to what Moeti said, it's, it's not enough to, to take a kid or to take three out of the hundred, and, 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 and I say just for, for instance, Mamelodi, and take them to Pretoria Boys or Afis or, or Waterproof. And, and and make them a success. Those kids will be successful, and that's great for them. But that doesn't really change the problem. For me, I think I think it was something that actual Princeton or someone alluded to over the course of the week that said, you know, it's not enough to, to take the kid to the school. Rather, bring those schools and those facilities and that standard of education, that standard of 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 um, equipment and everything that is involved in that sport. Bring it to the people in the. Uh, um, um, in, in those neighborhoods, bring them to the people who don't have access to it. Because the main, you know, if, if a kid wakes up and he knows he's got fully uh, 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 fully equipped operating nets or soccer field or um, whatever whatever sport they, they take up, they know that when they wake up and they can go there, they don't have to hassle, they don't have to take three taxis, they don't have to, to ask their, uh, their, 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 their parents for, for 20 rand for, for, for lunch money. Like, they don't have to, to, to go through all those loopholes just to play that sport. Certain, uh, which obviously certain white kids and, 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 and privileged kids do not have to go through all those loopholes to, to you know, uh, play the sport that they love. So if you can get rid of uh, and cut some of those socioeconomic uh, issues, Will go a long way, and for me, like, and it doesn't help, and and that's unfortunately prevalent. Now, I was just listening to a podcast, um, cricket fanatics, um, and Lungi Zama was a quite a, a respected uh, journalist in South African cricket, who said um, how, you know, we it's 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 the sport needs to uh, uh, cricket needs to it's 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 oh, I could completely blanked out now, but basically he was alluding to how it's 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 just not enough, man, to to, to, to bring uh, uh, one or two black players and, and then throw them in the mix in an environment where, you know, they're not ready for, uh, That's exactly uh, or they're not point. equipped, well-equipped to, to deal with. And then when they sink, and then you throw them out and drop them out. That's another thing. So, you know, it's, it's, mm. it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a very, very valid point he or you may have made there. If you've got a kid from a township, <laughs> you throw him into a national CSA tournament, T20 tournament in front of thousands of people and he flops that's that mm. is 100 percent not his fault yeah. he have not equipped that player to perform yeah. at that level and you're going to break and, him in some um, sort of way man like mentally. exactly oh. exactly and then it goes to the whole thing about they're not good <laughs> yeah. enough basically yeah. sort of playing on that idea that they had exactly. already had in their mind you know what i mean exactly it's all a fix man it's all a but fix yeah. <laughs> yeah and it needs to be uh, my yeah. thing is just i want to be I would love to like be in this at this table and you know have these talks and these suggestions and I think that people shouldn't give up like even if you can't as Anita mentioned there you can't throwing three kids into the school is not good enough but you know the government's not going to improve the infrastructure of township schools anytime soon they're busy chowing but mm. you know let's find a way let's find an angle let's find these minute advantages we can make to you know make these kids better it might not be bowling the school but it might be giving them the uh coaching on a saturday yeah. it might be picking them up on, on a saturday and you know taking them to these training sessions it's not always you know you don't have to fix everything but you can help them in small small ways yeah. but i mean sh- and and also it's just not it's, it's about more it's, it's more about 
it's 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 not just about understanding the cricketer, but it's also about understanding the person and his life story, because that's where I think a lot of people sort of uh, lose the concept of, of of development, because you want to develop his skill, but then you forget that he where he wakes up every day, what he, where he eats. goes home to every day, exactly yeah. what he eats and how what time he sleeps, what time he has to wake up to catch a taxi. It's it's and and for me, it all goes back to how we look at each other as as people. If you understand more, when you look at someone and you understand, if you look at someone and the, at the, the robots asking you for, for change, you understand that person has gone through something in their life that has caused them to get to this point. It's the same thing that we need to apply in, in everyday life. Just just look at black people and think, ah, I see it. Because that, that's, that's the mindset that a lot of racist people have. That they see a black person, they automatically think, you are going to either rob me, you're not good enough to do play the sport, or you're, you're dumb, you're not, whatever, you can't speak English properly, that means you're dumb. All those, kind, all those things need to go away because you need, to, you need to look at individuals and see them for who they are and what they are. Like, like actual Princess Live with Pomin uh, Bangwa is, is some of like, the greatest con- uh, content you, 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 and the raw content you'll see from someone who's been there, who's seen people before him struggle, and then he struggled, but he ensured that when he struggles, it's not going to be the same struggle that uh, his brother uh, and the people that came before him suffered. Those people fought for him not to suffer, and then he fought for, for the people that come after him. And that's why I think he's, he's the person that he is, because yeah. he's so driven and, 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 and fighting for, to, to, you know, to, to dispel uh, um, these injustices that exist. So it's, and, and unfortunately, we're going to be tagged as angry or troublemakers, but until change comes into effect, uh, uh, I will continue supporting and, 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 and um, backing up, you know, mm-hmm. um, people who are brave yeah. enough to stand up. Yeah, but I mean, you could actually speak about this forever. I just love these type of conversations. <laughs> like, honestly. Because there's stories every time. There's <laughs> stories. We all have stories. That's it. And you know, like, when I first thought about uh, this, I thought, you know, we're gonna there's so much. Like I can <laughs> we can have another hour talking about personal experiences that we've had, no, we've gone through started in, grade like, one school. All the way up. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean mm. and you unfortunately we they, they got brushed under the carpet as yeah. jokes or you know, ah it's 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 just the way things are <laughs> like oh and even now like recent things that have happened, you 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 see how you know it's actually if you think about it. If you really think about it, move and take away that laugh. If, if you take away that laugh and someone says those things to you, you understand, like, and like, hey, yeah. you deserve a clap, but it's fine, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, but have, you, have, you, have you, any of you guys watched The Old God yet? Oh, man. No. I literally, can I tell you, I was halfway through uh, uh, with it before this podcast. I was about to. Do you like it? I was Finally, about to. Finally, Okay, well, we won't speak about it since... None of you guys have. Don't do that. The fact that I saw that people didn't die when they got shot a thousand times, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, no oh, was lit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, actually. Yeah, sorry. But did you guys want some of the football this weekend? Disappointing, mine. <laughs> yes, I was going to go. I mean, I've decided to watch the old guy instead of watching the Liverpool game because there's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> but. Um, let's actually start with, uh, uh, with Mr. GQ over there. Sheffield 3, Chelsea no. Sheffield post dub on the Twitter. I'm going calm in my wow. bedroom thinking, oh my, wow. The dog. disrespect, fam. <laughs> the disrespect. 
Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. A lot of admins are bored nowadays, man. They're not at work. All they have to do is upload pictures and try and find content. So I'm not really angry at at at, at Sheffield United. At, right. I'm angry at the 16 players that went on the field uh, on, on Saturday. Brian, let me start. You know it's amazing, Brian. Yeah. You know yeah. how many you know you know how many letters the admin typed. <laughs> Three. <laughs> <laughs> it takes these days to be Chelsea. Three, bro. Uh, but I want to start there, Alita. Let's start with Mr. Jorginho. Um. Came back into the team after first down of lock off post lockdown, right? Shocking, mate. Shocking. Yes, yes. Like yeah. I didn't. I've, Listen, I've never rated now you, know why. now you know why. Now you know why. I also never. Can I tell you, like he, 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 he like before he came to Chelsea. I, I, I'll admit now, I never watched much of him at Napoli, so I only saw him in the big games. But when he came to Chelsea, I thought, okay, we're getting a certificate replacement. Okay, cool. He's good with the first touch. He can pass. Okay. Better than Bakayoko that we signed yeah. in the season before. So, I was like, okay, let's go, boy. Come on. But then, my, 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 my man doesn't have any vision in terms of finding forward yeah. uh, uh, balls. And if he does, it's like, oh, he just passed the ball forward. And then, you get him. And then, also, the worst part is that he has no physicality. Like, he might try and ruffle you up, but you will bounce him off the ball and then you'll just yeah. sprint past him in, 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 in the first 10 years of a race. This video... So, and that's first problem. But now you understand why Gilmore even played uh, ahead of him. Gilmore has more fight than Jorginho in, in, in that holding midfield role. And now you know why. For me, I wouldn't be surprised. I would love to cash in on him and get someone more solid. But let me just talk about the game, Brian, before you cut me over more before more banter. <laughs> Shocking performance. Shocking performance um, in terms of energy, desire to win a game, four games to go, when you're trying to flip and qualify for the Champions League next season. Because, I mean, the past, we had like 60-70% possession at some point. 75, I'm not mistaken, at some point. And we just kept passing, passing around, passing around, passing around. And then Sheffield threw the ball over the top. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. We tried to change it in the second half. Back three, two up front. Literally still, we cannot pierce through this defense. We just passed. No idea. I remember even said to, I think, um, or Ken tagged me on, 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 on um, Hakim Zayek's first picture at, at, at training. And I was like, I can't wait for this guy because he is the unpredictability that we need in this team. That's what we lost when Hazard was. Because there's no one who has ideas. William is not someone who's going to... He, he He's very good in terms of dribbling, but he does not have that, oh, let me cook one, two here and find that space and give you uh, give the ball to someone else. He doesn't have that. He wants ball at feet and he'll beat you one-on-one. But if you have a, a, a well-organized side like uh, Sheffield, they just sat there in that low block. Boom, 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 boom. We tried to cross balls in, had a try to cro- a low cross, booted out. Then they just go on the counter. And unfortunately, McBurney and McGoldrick are no. not weak strikers. And unfortunately, we had Christensen, uh, uh, Rudiger in the second half. I don't even know what that try attempted clearance was in that third goal. It was just shambles, man. And Lampard, I'll definitely point something out and, and against him in this case. Firstly, Failed to prepare a side to 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 to, to compete against uh, Sheffield tactically. Never mind just talent wise, because we yeah. have more talent than them. But tactically, it was not good enough. He first went uh, for the normal tactic before four three three. That failed, and then tried to change four uh, two um, uh, back three in the second half, and then went back to a back four uh, four two four. Mm. It was just all over the place. And 
Mm. He didn't have, he didn't show like, because he says at the end, you know, he was angry, he only heard Sheffield voices, but why wait? Because all I saw Lampard is just standing there, yeah. you know, uh, hand, uh, arms folded, he's just thinking. In my head, I'm like, dude, do something yeah. there. Do the amount of times I've paused the FM and try and think of a tactic to <laughs> down. You flip and do something. Yeah, and, and get on to that. But, like, yo, and, 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 like, I don't understand. So, like, that's for me. And for him to fail first, technically poor, and then to just to motivate the side before and uh, during the match, just poor, yeah. man. Let's hope we'll I wanted, to, I wanted to add there, like, you're right, the, I, I hate when yeah. coaches come out at the end and say, um, I think Lampard said, yeah, yeah uh, two weeks ago that, no, right. I could have substituted all of them at halftime. So Alex Ferguson used to do that shit. You mess up, he takes mm-hmm. you out now. What? Well, why wait till till this this ten minutes left and you make uh try to make a major major change to the game? I think that's where Lampard still has to learn. I'll give you. I'll give you a, a quick yeah. quick answer now, man. I'll tell you. You know, there's there's a few managers out there who have that that you know that authority that hold that authority so hard that you know players sort of quiver and you know like I think Pep still has now Mourinho would slowly fade but Pep and, and Jurgen are those are those are those coaches. But unfortunately Frank doesn't have that credit, uh, credibility yet. And unfortunately Brian as Brian alluded to I think in in a, in a post he sent to me um on, on, on WhatsApp where we have had a lot of managers at, at Chelsea where they lose the dressing room. Because unfortunately nowadays players uh-huh. They, if you criticize them and then they feel that they did something right and you criticize them, they will drop tools. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I understand sometimes Lampard Wade doesn't want to berate his players publicly, but I mean, just at least sh- like just shout at them. Even if you cup your your, your mouth and you know just shout at someone like at least just show through your eyes. But but I'm angry too. You need to pack up at this because even unfortunately we don't even have a John Terry on the field anymore. Cesar. Nice guy, but that's all I can say about it. Very nice. Very <laughs> nice. But uh, I'll open this to the floor as well. Um, Lita touched on something there with Mourinho. So Lampard is very much a new coach, and um, mm-hmm. he has more second year, more of um, yeah, championship. I mean, <laughs> um, but he, <laughs> same he has more. Jokes, jokes. Yeah, he has a new he has a new player characteristics. And Jose Mourinho is obviously old school. Yeah. I don't think Pep kind of has that in them. But Jose Mourinho, what I'll always give him above any other coach is he is not a bitch. Nope. He will yeah. take Pogba off at halftime, your biggest player. And it's to his detriment as well, I must admit. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. Unfortunately, but Where would you guys... What, 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 what would you guys rather have? A Lampard or a Mourinho? Someone who sort of... Not saying who's a better coach, but having a Lampard type coach no, who is. Molly coddles the listen, player or a Mourinho who is listen, listen, okay. I think Okay, wait, 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 wait. This is the answer. Wait, sorry, wait, wait. I need to answer this. I'll tell you now, we had a manager like Mourinho quite recent. And that's why I say recent as in the type of generational players we have nowadays. We had Antonio Conte in our club. What did he do? He fought with our top goal scorer who just won the league with twenty goals. Uh, 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 the season before. What did he do? He fought with him, sent him a flipping message telling him I don't want you anymore. What happened the next season? We finished fourth. We struggled for fourth, I think, and we got beaten left, right, and center. 4 0 against Watford. We struggled. Conte lucky to keep his job in the end of the FA Cup. Um, oh, well, he lost his job at the end of the season, but lucky to keep it during the season. So, quick, keep it short, I'll say 
those managers they work but times have changed we need to be you know how Klopp is Klopp is the best person who does this now where he's hard but he's he's soft because he he focuses on the person he doesn't focus on really what the team and whatever he focuses individually man by man by man that's why they all love him but he will still make those hard calls when he has to that's what Lampard I think he's trying to do but it takes time yeah but okay no, go I'm going to say, I think, I think the, 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 the Mourinho, Sir Alex Ferguson one, uh, I, th- I, th- I think, I think, I think that one is more important, but also I think it depends on the club. I think it depends on, on, on the type of club you are because Sir Alex, I yeah. think, uh, and, and another thing, I think that's a mold that Mourinho is trying to follow that the manager of, 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 when you're the manager of the club, you're a manager of every footballing aspect that's going on in the club from, the, the the younger players that can filter into there. You should have a say on it. And and I think I think the problem with what you guys describe with someone like Lampard versus Mourinho is when player power player power is stronger than the manager power. That's when the, there's going to be problems at the club. When when the likes of when the likes of um uh uh, uh like the Fabregas or Sergio Ramos can go straight to the board and get a manager fired. I think that's completely wrong. I prefer the coach that is the authoritarian. We have to know who the boss of the club is. And I think if, if a manager is going to sign, if Conte is going to go to Chelsea and that first day they agree, what you're going to be like, he has to, he, he has to go there and say, everything that I say goes, I have to be the boss of this, this locker room. These players have to listen mm-hmm. to me. And you guys have to support yeah. me. And, and yeah, but, yeah. But maybe, maybe sorry. Yeah, just just to, you see the thing is now is that clubs yeah. are different now. You know, when Alex Ferguson came in at United, there wasn't football head of sport and football yeah. director and and all these chief executives that have an opinion. It was it was more you know like I I, I was watching a Bobby Robson uh, his documentary on 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 um, I think it's on. Amazon, or I think it's on Netflix, um, where, you know, he literally walks into the club and he's sitting in the office and the club is literally just the, the change room, the field, or the training facilities and the stadium. Not really much else at the club. Nowadays, unfortunately, when a Conte or Pep comes into the club, there's three or four people above him and he, you need to toe the line. And, and, and we've seen this a bunch of times. You can't fire 12 or 22 players. You can sack a coach. You can't sack twelve or twenty-two players, and if you do that in a year or two transfer windows, you will you will see cap because you know uh, cohesion and all that. But it's different. And, and for me, Lampard, he's he's not a he's not a he's not a soft coach. He's not someone who you know players can trample over. That's definitely we mustn't make that mistake. He's he definitely brings those old school philosophies across. But for me, as a coach, and he says he learns, and he learns he learns more from defeat than victories. I hope he learns. And I hope, you know, next season we start seeing the difference. Because you can't let things happen in matches. I even heard a quote him saying um, where he said, um, you know, these these things happen, you know. We've been in good form. I'm not going to look at this and, and, and really uh, analyze this this result too much. But I hope when he's off in the summer, well, whatever summer there is uh, in the break, I hope he really analyzes and sees, you know, we need to make in-game changes. And you need to prepare, like, properly, man. I don't think... They were really prepared. I really because Sheffield they played like this the whole season, but it's I well, like it's the first time we played Sheffield and the first time we've seen that. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know for sure. For sure. <laughs> I agree with what you said. Yeah, 
No, but shout out to Rudy Hillet as well. I mean, he started this whole thing of uh, when he got to Newcastle, he told England's great, greatest ever score, goal scorer that he's overrated. Yikes. And he didn't laugh. <laughs> and... But you, he didn't laugh. Because exactly. you, you put him on the bench and you lose that game. He doesn't, have, doesn't work like that. And... You can't lose the game after facing a base player. But... And shout out to Messi, who's running things at Barcelona. Right. Talk about, Mopi talked about player power. Now that is player power, my guy. Okay. Can get any manager. What happens? Brian, what, what did you say? Messi? Uh, what did you say? Barca's going to become nah, without Messi? Messi's running stuff at at Barca. No, 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 no. I'm saying, yeah, but you said in the past that. Oh, oh, uh, Milan. AC Milan, exactly. That's definitely happening. <laughs> That's exactly why, but they are also scared. That's why they're letting Messi run. Apparently, um, he's the... like, hey, not going to help when <laughs> when when he was gone. Like, if you look at that, I don't want to talk about Barca. When you look at that team without PK Suarez and. Messi, who are all above 30, I think 33, I think Suarez is about yeah, 32 yeah. or 33. Even so, they're they're, there, yeah, they're done out here. <laughs> they are done. <laughs> hey, bro. And they're still bringing the likes of Pianist over here. Like, yeah. <laughs> who's 30. But I want to shout out also to our previous guest, Tabi. You requested to be on the podcast, and now we're going to dissect your club. Arsenal FC. Yikes. L's on L's on oh, L's. Please go check out the AFTV reactions to the goals, guys. Yo, yo. Man didn't even have time to finish celebrating Laka's goal. Bruh. I saw that troop thing. You're really running your mouth. You. That is a that is, but that is bottom no, barrel team. Bottom barrel team. And like the more I look at it. Everyone was trying to blame David Luiz for that goal. And Colossi... Yeah, they're they just running to that shit part. And I actually just, for a second, I stood there and I said, you know, I was pretty gassed for them when Colossi joined the club, but now he just looks like a dead man, bro. I feel like he should be... Yeah. He's a bodyguard. He's a glorified bodyguard, bro. He's like... That team is dead, bro. Mustafi's dead. <laughs> and and the worst part, they lost They lost an even worse Spurs side. Like a Spurs mm. side who would... Like on paper, they might be, you know, but they have been. Yeah, they said it's. The whole it's but let's. It's like their worst. Uh, it's going to be their worst Premier League, like point tally or something, in a while or some shit like that, in ten years. But let's yeah. let's let's yeah, let's uh, paint the picture here, yeah, of the game sort of quickly. Um, I know I always tune Arteta, but Arsenal didn't play too badly. Their defense is shocking. Um, as I think Paul Merson said, doesn't matter what manager you have, if your defenders can't defend, you're gonna take L's. Yeah, but that back for all of the that old four, four center backs. I think one of the, the supporters said, All four center backs, I think it was DT or one of the guys, four center backs must all get sold next season. Dude. One of them stay behind, <laughs> all of them because you can think if you're gonna bring in Saliba, who is he gonna play exactly? For? Those gents and Saliba's the, the youngster. I'm sorry, but if you guys haven't seen it yet, but you should check out the video of Mustafi and Kane, where Kane's running down uh, outside the box on the left. Oh yeah, and he's literally just running and he doesn't fake. He doesn't fake shoot. Doesn't cross. Mustafi just goes to ground. I'm like, <laughs> dude, this that's a dead MC, my G. I told yeah. you, nah, but guys, guys, there's a reason why Mustafi didn't crack it in it. Like just basics, new crack a day. Like just, and then he goes and then plays in Germany and thinks now he's gonna walk up when I comes back. 
Bro. No, but on the other so, just winning against Arsenal shit. On the other side of the coin. Leicester. Mourinho, yeah, Mourinho masterclass. Let's 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 give him credit. I mean, that's a uh, typical. I mean, you guys are gonna hate. Mar- no position, always yeah. no position. Sat back and he hit them. You can't tell me that's not a Mourinho's yeah. type win. He did it against City yeah. this season. Brian, Brian, who's 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 sitting? Who, who's who, who's the front? They played four four two. You got Kane. You've got Son. Yeah, well, but okay, but who's who's the who are the attacks? Kane, Son, and Lucas. You got Son. No, Lucas was playing with the wing. It was like it was like Kane and Son up top. Yeah, but no, I'm just saying like attackers. I'm just I'm just I'm just saying players oh. who can run when they when he plays when those goals uh, yeah. goals over the top. Those aren't our players. Those are quality players who would probably score more goals if he had more a uh, better um, approach to the game in terms of, of, of offensive uh, and uh, uh, front football, yeah. but. The only thing those players have to rely on is those balls on the top. But, hey, 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 let's say, but who, hey. who's going to thread through the balls for them? Sissoko? Winks? <laughs> Winks is, is an English Jorginho. <laughs> With some gas on him. Yo. <laughs> now, bro, like that team, that midfield is kind of uh, dead, bro. It's, it's, like, it's dead. You know what I heard? You know what I heard? They say Sergi Aurier is he thinks he's money. Ah. So he's the he's the main uh, uh right. <laughs> supplier Shout of the out ball. To Serge, right? You guys read that thing. I don't want to go to say Serge stop today. it right now. <laughs> not today. <laughs> not today, G. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. What about Leicester though, guys? How did they collapse? Shambles. I'm so happy. I didn't even know to be top fair. Four, top... I watched uh, I watched the beginning and then I watched when it was 2 1 because, as Mopi said earlier, my phone was going off. Um, shambles. I didn't. Shambles. Like, but I, I, I love it. I love it. Cities, cities overturned ban. I love it. It's scenes now. <laughs> this is what I want, fam. <laughs> listen, listen, listen here. Listen here. Listen here. All you have to do in that last game. Take care of your business. I don't care if you finish third. I really don't care. Just take care of your business. Beat Leicester, we'll be good. That's all. Chelsea focus on beating Norwich and Wolves in the last game. Liverpool, I don't care what <laughs> Leicester might... We need two more. I think more Leicester, Leicester playing Wolves and uh, Arsenal is still. Sure. No, no, no. no. Leicester's playing... Leicester's playing uh, Sheffield. They're playing um, Spurs, I think. Yes, yes, they're playing Spurs and Arsenal they're playing United. They might be, so, Arsenal come on. They might be done. Huh? They might be done already by the last game. Who? Exactly. Or Leicester. Exactly. So, no, uh, Leicester, uh, Leicester, Leicester, Leicester. They might be done by the last game. So, we just need to take care of you guys need to beat them. I don't care. <laughs> we'll see how we feel. Next season, when we'll the see how we feel. The last thing, when the we'll see how we feel. If a draw is going to ah, assume that going to draw. If I see you guys starting Brandon Williams, if I see Brandon Williams anywhere near the We're going to put Pereira, yeah, Pereira in the midfield. Son, Pereira, Mata midfield, bro. Go for the draw. Shout out to <laughs> Sunday, though. It had uh, um, McGoldrick, two goals. Did he score two goals? Yeah. And Solanke scored two goals. The first, both of them, their first goals of the Premier League, I think. That is mad, bro. On, uh, yes. That sounds crazy. That is mad, mad. bro. And Solanke, Chelsea, Chelsea boy. Can I tell you what? Just, just on the list, I had you know what happened with with Liverpool. I think it was 2013-14 yeah. season where they collapsed. This is Leicester. Typical yeah, yeah, yeah. man. 
when it comes to crunch time, time, when it comes to <laughs> crunch time, they flop. Like what happened? Sianchi's people busy kicking people in the goal after the goal is conceded. I'm like, come on. Okay. <laughs> they literally called it. Like, before, I want to, hey, we're going to move on to United now, but before we cut that, I just want people to hear this. Whoever's listening, Mandem on uh, Twitter. Let's not forget we're saying Sianchi is better than Harry Maguire. Right. Let's not forget. Right. And you're going to tell me Harry Maguire costs 80 M's. I know. Blah, blah, blah. But you guys need to put some respect on his name right now. And we're finishing third. We're going to beat Southampton. And let's get into United now. Moipi. I'm assuming Ole is going to get the same team out there. Bruno, Martial. We're cooking. We're cooking some delicious stuff. Yeah. But are you afraid of Ings? Um, yes, I am afraid of Danny Ings. He's 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 really good, but I think what what Ollie is going to recognize is that we just need to cut his supply. Um, and I think the the one thing, like you mentioned earlier, that we're, we're going to score a lot of goals no matter what happens. I think one how, how when last could we say this? We're going to see goals. We expect to see goals. And I think what Ollie said was really was really great to hear the other day that uh, they, they 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 said to me, "Oh, your, your post lockdown run has been." pretty pretty good and he said no we should have won by we should have scored 10 or 15 more goals in, in all of those games so he feels like they're not even unlocking to the to the full potential yet so i'm worried for southampton of course we, we have to be wary of a <laughs> that can sneak in a sneak a little dip under Maguire's shoulder dip under uh, lindelof's shoulder and and put something in a bottom corner but as long as we take care of the business on the other side um i think i think We'll, we'll look at Matic to 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 kill any supply can get that that can get to Danny Ings. I think that's what Oli's going to be looking to do, man. Yeah, and Lita, I know. Let's get your unbiased opinion. I know you're a Chelsea man, and the listeners note that this man supports Chelsea, so don't buy into his propaganda, as the former text. But hey, hey. um <laughs> sorry. That was a bit out of pocket. I'm sorry. <laughs> um yeah, but what do you I mean we're gonna finish above you guys, I think, and we always have this bet, me and Lita every year. We go at each other's throats, who's gonna finish above them? Oh yeah. And I would just love it. If we finish above Lita, I don't care. I want to finish <laughs> above this man. <laughs> All the shitty talk. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I remember, I remember, I think it was somewhere January, if not the same, but confidently saying, oh, at least we're going to finish above the guys. Now that picture looks completely different. Um, listen, uh, United obviously. Four out of the last five uh, matches, you guys have won. I mean, scoring loads of goals, getting loads of penalties. Typical yeah. United, you know. Um, but I'm hoping for, you know, Ralph Hasenthutl, who, you know, he has, 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 has been in good form after lockdown with, with Southampton, buying that loss against Arsenal. Slap City as well, hey? Strong, particularly. Mm-hmm. Exactly, particularly in defence. Um, so... Like I'm, I'm hoping. I, I'm just, you know, football. Like no one saw. I mean, Bournemouth have been terrible. No one saw what they did uh, against Leicester coming. So I'm hoping for the same. Let's let's pray. But 
I'm not I'm not really stressed. For me, the main thing, as I've said in this podcast before, Lampard's job and his main task at the start of the season with the transfer ban, no hazard, first year coaching the Premier League, bruh, just make top four. If we finish fourth, and we've been fourth majority of the season, I don't care if United replace Leicester above us, but if we finish fourth, job done. Great first season for Frank Lampard. Great first two years as, as a professional coach, making playoffs in the championship, and then uh, taking Chelsea to the Champions League. That is great, and that was all that matters. But I would not be surprised if I see a 1-1, maybe a late 2-2 two, two equalizer from Southampton at Old Trafford to break Brian's heart. As I think, well, you guys do have a better goal difference than us, but if you do not win, you will be fourth. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm hoping for both. That's at least, I don't expect United, uh, Southampton to beat United at Old Trafford, but a draw, you know, uh, a slip from, from your boy uh, Luke Shaw or Nutmeg, on, on, on Ham Maguire is never too, you know, uh, uh, too far-fetched. But uh, let's, let's hope, man. I have hope. I have hope. Is that your final answer? A draw 2-2? Two, two? Draw 2-2 two, two is not a spanking. Might guys. be what you're saying. Uh, I'm going for a 3-0. United, of course. Okay. Two penalties. <laughs> two penalties. I, I, I think I, I, I'm even going to call a... Yo, I'm, I'm going to call a Rashford rocket. I'm going to call another Pogba rocket. I'm going to call a Greenwood rocket. And maybe Bruno will, will spice us up with, with a little chip and dip there, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Brian, but Brian, sorry, United fans, What's can up? I just ask? Do you, can you in any way defend uh, the nonsense that we are? We can't, we can't defend it, but that's, 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 that's not on us. That's not on us. <sighs> that's on VAR. That's and then... Okay, okay, can I tell you what it is on someone? On on Bruno for flipping for holding his ankle like he got stepped on, whereas he was the one stepping on bro. someone else. That is Yo, bro. Bro. you gotta do what you gotta do. Poor taste. Poor taste. Poor taste. I'm embarrassed. Nah, but I'm gonna go three one three one United. Yeah. Bruno Pogba link up. Ings will get a goal. I want him to actually win Golden Boot. He's had a you know a tough career with injuries, and yeah, you know, even though he played for Liverpool, I'm happy for the mandem. So, yeah, I mean, let's go. Yeah.